0: Welcome into another edition of the Gigam 24-7 Sports Podcast, a breaking news edition of the podcast. On Saturday night, Papa Afua, Ascendra Papa Afua out of Seattle day announces his commitment to Texas A&M over Miami and Utah. Brian Peroni and I are here to break it down. Uh, Brian, how have you been doing? This is certainly some, some more welcome news on this offensive line front.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, after some struggles the last few classes, a land quality offensive lineman. I mean, Papa Fua. I mean, he's good, but he's also ranked really high. He's about one ten in the uh, the composite rankings that take all the services in. I mean, that's uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's really good. He joins. I mean, this offensive line class. What does it have now? You got Ashton Funk, who was the first commander class, but then you know Weston Davis is a pure tackle. Cohen Eccles is going to play center. I mean, that's a yeah that's a, that's a good class and now Papa Fu and then if you go and you get a tackle like Blake Ivy or somebody else I mean yeah. that that turns a, a position that has been you know a little bit weaker lately into one of strength for sure
0: this is definitely going to be one of the the stronger offensive line classes that I think AM has put together in recent memory the Bryce Foster Ruben Foddery class kind of yeah. comes to mind is probably yeah. the strongest one since but the, this probably comes as the strongest one since then and you know, a big credit to to Steve Adazio, Louis Adazio, uh, Robert Luce, everybody who's been involved in in this recruitment. It's a it's a big big win to to pull another guy from the from the West Coast, and obviously the Mark Naboo factor really plays in mm. there, and and a guy that he could be really really comfortable with. But but this staff has been on him for a while. I think we'd be remiss if we didn't bring up the first time we we really yeah. saw him was was at that camp. Last, uh, last think couple was summers ago. ago, yeah, what a, yeah, two summers ago, one of our favorite stories. Um, oh, yeah. I think you were over there, right at the time when when you kind of saw that all play out.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was. That's the cat they offered Naboo at. I think Papa already yep. had an offer, or if he didn't, he got it then. But
0: I think he yeah, got it the week before. Yep. And so he,
1: he had just come off his freshman year, just a big kid, you know, baby babyface kid, and he's there, and oh man, it's just really hot. Over there because they were on the turf, just real hot outside. Yep. You know he's from Seattle, and what he just—I <laughs> look it's over like the, and fifth the camp drill, in five, five days, drill. or yeah, in the middle of drill, he's just like sitting down, and <laughs> they just his shoes were off. What is happening here? Like, I, and then I saw Henson look over. You know, Josh Henson was there. He's like, "What?" He's like, "Son, <laughs> what the heck are you doing?" I still don't know why he had his shoes off, but. I guess they just, them feet, the feet were getting hot. It was just hot, yeah. Yeah, you got a kid a kid that's used to Seattle weather coming here to Texas. Um, you know, he was <laughs> down for the pool party, so he's had this record-breaking heat, and he seems to be fine with going to Texas. <laughs> to he's to much Texas.
0: more comfortable. It just took a little bit of an adjustment period, right? It takes Yeah. It, and I mean, just,
1: all, I mean a- in general, you talk about attitude. I mean, he was a freshman then, and then you talk about attitude and just him, and he was a big kid back then. You're like, he's yeah. one of those kids you see as a freshman, and they're – a bit over three hundred already, and you you start to worry. You're like, man, is he going to be four hundred? You know, um, you know the TCU kid, brioni Brooks, has sort of gone viral again this week for yeah. being. I think he's listed at four sixty five. You're like, is that his future? But what well, you said, you talked he's to great. our uh, our West Coast guy, Brandon Huffman, and he's down some.
0: I, I, I bit, talked right? to Brandon Huffman about it, and he uh, he's gone from three thirty down to two seventy five, and uh what a good what a change and and it's certainly made a difference i encourage everybody to check out there's there's a story up there from brandon huffman about it but he um he looks a lot more nimble now from what brandon said and now can focus on kind of putting on the the you know kind of the good muscle and 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 getting into a college weight room um but that's a lot of really good work and it's really paid off he's probably a guy that projects as a interior guy but I mean could you swing him out there to tackle potentially at, and and let him go um I think you could because even even um, Nabu I
1: think is playing some tackle a yep. little bit of tackle in camp and he was you know a guy that was a pure guard all the way too. but yeah it just shows you that if you're versatile like that and if you've got a good build which which he does I mean you can you can do a lot of things
0: No doubt and I think the presence of Mark Nabu is is kind of important in this one. And and it, Jimbo Fisher talked about this a couple cycles ago, actually, when it, talking about the East Coast, but I think it's starting to play out on the West Coast too. The comfort of seeing somebody that you know and that you mm-hmm. trained with and came on that that camp with um, two years ago, for him to be you know, getting first team reps, kind of battling for that center position, battling for that guard position, I think that really helped Papa when it came to time to make his decision and 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 have that comfort with texas a&m and see one of his good friends sure, yeah. along that offensive line and you know for a&m it's it's really strong work again to get a guy out of the west coast utah was a big factor and uh probably would have you know, been know, in, in
1: state the, the in state and in city school you know washington you know was recruiting to oregon so yeah i mean he's willing to come to texas playing the sec i mean that's a yeah, you just don't you don't normally see that. I mean, Alabama may have recruited some guys from Seattle over yeah. the years, but usually they stay in the West Coast. I was gonna sound on the like Pac twelve, you know, R.I.P. Pac twelve, it won't exist <laughs> when they're in school, but you know, usually yeah. stay with those those Pac 12 schools. Um yeah, and he I mean he did have Utah as one of his finalists, but you know, was sort of AM all the way, you know. And so yeah, that's the and, and yeah, I don't know if AM lands him without Mark Mark Nabu, you know.
0: Correct. And yeah, is the Pac twelve gonna be alive by the time we finish recording this I know, right? podcast yeah. or is it gonna be kind of gotta be the pack down to the pack four? But no, and and you mentioned this this class that A&M's kind of put together. I think now as you kind of turn your page towards what's next and and it really the attention seems to kind of turn to, to Blake Ivey. And you know, they were able to get him back on campus at the end of the of the summer. And you know, that's that's a guy I know you've You've had the chance to cover down in the Houston area. Um, you know, we've got the crystal balls in for him, obviously, for A&M. Um, what do you think about A&M's chances with him and, and uh, kind of where things stand?
1: Uh, you know, I, I still like A&M for Blake Ivy, kid from Clear Springs down south of Houston. He, uh, he went to LSU for an official visit after the A&M one. He's also looking at Texas, but LSU is probably the main competitor there. I know Florida really wants him, but you know, is not, not all that interested in them. So I like A&M with the LSU trying to, trying to turn the tide there. I think that he will probably do something before uh, his season begins, you know, that, yeah. that starts the final weekend in August. I think he'll probably do something then, but even if he doesn't, I do like where, uh, where A&M stands there. They already beat out LSU for another offensive lineman of Weston Davis. And I think they do with Blake Ivy. and, Ivy is, I mean, he's 6'3 and a half. You think, why is he so coveted? But his wingspan is ridiculous. I mean, he yes. had the longest wingspan of anybody at the, uh, the Dallas Under Armour uh, camp. And you know, that includes kids that are 6'6", 6'7". And then, uh, you know, and just he's so nimble and athletic. I mean, just so light on his feet that, you know, moves really well in pass pro. So, uh, you know, it's easy to see why he is so, uh, you know, so coveted, you know, by a and and Texas and LSU and really every other school, too.
0: No doubt, and, and this, I think this kind of goes to the the point with getting being able to get Blake Ivey back on campus as well. Uh, with a guy like Papa Fu, who, as we mentioned, was in town for the pool party. I think this goes directly to kind of the message that we talked about coming out of the pool party that guys are going to look to make decisions on their own timelines. But this weekend, that weekend is still turning out to be, for the most part, a, a real success. When you talk about this, is the second commitment from a guy that was. Now at the pool party, I know everybody kind of likes to play the over-under games when it comes to the pool party. That's now two guys fresh off that pool party experience who have announced their commitment with Houston Legacy uh, 2025 offensive lineman Joshua Moses, obviously, um, doing so last Friday. Uh, you know, I think that's that should be noted as well, that the, the successes and the results from that weekend are starting to kind of show up a little bit.
1: Yeah, I know everybody wanted to see the Terry Bussey commitment. Uh, I think you and I both really still like A&M, where yeah. A&M stands there. He may take the official visits early in the season to A&M and LSU and then uh, and do something after that, but still really like where, where A&M stands. And, you know, I think A&M is still pretty confident on him. Oh, Going back to, though, uh, Papa Fua, uh, yeah. this it may be a chance for you to – I don't know, you can cut this out there if, if we're not able to do that, but to put – Everybody's been wondering, you know, is there a huddle video of him? There's really not. There's like one game on there yeah. from his sophomore year. But when I googled this video last time, it showed it showed up like his uh, pee wee football, and that dude was running back twice as tall and twice as big as every other uh, as every other player on the field. A lot of leagues have a rule that you can't uh, you can't handle the ball if you're that big but <laughs> that one didn't so i encourage people you know maybe we can put some video over this of him just like trucking kids at running back just running for long touchdowns you know it's like uh in the simpsons when nelson you know gets to the goal line and makes a left turn to run over one more defender and then goes goes in the end zone. <laughs> that's like that's what he did so yeah that's it uh,
0: i i think we can put that social media link in the in the in the bio here for for folks to kind of check out but you know dominating with his size and and yeah. That's that that's that's the sort of videos I think people people love to see. It's just mauling and, and oh, yeah, like you said, it really it really is like goal like lines. He's when he was carrying, I think he was carrying
1: Yeah, I think he was carrying Bart. You know, down the field and just running <laughs> into people, and then he gets to the goal line. almost oh, the goal line turns runs over one more dude just to, to go in the end zone. That's what that's what it looks like. So you know, maybe maybe yeah, maybe give him the ball like you said on the goal line here. <laughs> He's got Goal line
0: package. We could, yeah. I think, Jimbo and, and Bobby Petrino can can make that happen. <laughs> Get Steve Adazio in there, you know, and 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 let him run. Just give it to him once. Just let's just see what happens in maybe a non conference game. Oh, yeah. So uh, Definitely a, a fantastic addition to to the class for Texas A and M. We encourage everybody to head over to Gigam twenty four seven. We've got. Plenty of coverage of the commitment over there. Um, a story from Brandon Huffman, more on the offensive line class as it's all coming together. And, um, thanks again for, for joining us. Be sure to hit that subscribe button to get a notification. Every time a new video drops, just takes a, just takes a few seconds and you you won't regret it. You'll get a notification again. Like I said, every time a new video drops. So just go ahead and do that. And we will be back next week to talk a little more fall camp. We'll have Carter Carl's back on, uh, to give us all the latest on that on that front until then have a great week and enjoy the commitment everybody we'll see you guys soon